Welcome to the Metabolic Coach Podcast, where it's all about exploring a new way of losing weight, one thought at a time. And I'm your host, gynecologist and a certified life and weight coach, Dr. Rashmi Pawar. Hi, my friend. So today I'm going to start by talking about what's happening and what's happening is um, I started uh, riding my bicycle again after falling in May. So this is October, so June, July, August, September. I did try to, so it's been five months, so I did try to get back on the bike a few days back, but then I stopped for some reason. I think it was a vacation or something happening. And I went back today, and what happened was uh, I went for almost a 10-kilometer ride. And when I reached 5 kilometers on my way back, uh, the bike broke. As in, it just uh, it refused to run. As in, it was running, but it was making a very loud noise. So there was like some mud guard which came down or something. And I was like, it was really hot. It was like... 9 30 a.m 35 degrees here in UAE, really humid and i generally don't go out to exercise in summers and i was just making it mean like oh my god i'm gonna die because five kilometers of walk with the bike is just agonizing plus my husband was stuck with me his bike was fine but i just had like all these things coming to my mind that you know i'm gonna die this is not happening or like all of those negative beliefs but I kept my mind on a belief that was, I can do hard things. I can do hard things. I can do this. I can do this. And like every time my brain would offer me a negative belief, I would keep (laughs) redirecting it to, I can do hard things. It's just like really repeating like a mantra. That was so useful. Like I didn't make this incident, which was like, like for a moment, my brain actually was like, okay, you know what, maybe the universe is trying to tell me the last time I tried to ride a bike, I fell off of it and broke my knee. Now my bike is broken, so maybe I'm not supposed to go. But then I was like, no, but what if this was an opportunity wherein I get to practice that I can do hard things, I can process discomfort because that's something which our primitive brain is ensuring that we don't experience. That's what I'm going to talk about today, the battle between higher and lower brain. The higher brain is the prefrontal cortex and the lower brain is the primitive brain, which is the animal brain. So like with respect to weight loss, have you ever wondered why you never have a desire to get started with weight loss? Or even, even when you're constantly wishing that one day you will lose weight, like you really, like our brains really think that we're going to magically lose weight because in that moment, it's so compelling to not do the healthy things, to not exercise and all of that. In that moment, we just are like, no, we can't do it. We can't do it. And it seems very urgent and loud. But at the same time, we believe somewhere that, you know what? I am going to lose weight. As if magic, magic is going to happen. Someone's going to give us those three wishes and we're going to lose weight. So, has that happened to you? Have you felt confused with how you actually have all the willpower to achieve all the things in your life? Just look around you, the things that you have. 
that you you got is because of the sheer willpower that you had to get those things but you lack that sort of willpower when it comes to weight loss or eating healthy or getting to your health goal this is because we are constantly in motivational track this is because our lower brain is constantly functional so our higher brain and our lower brain is constantly battling like our lower brain is active every 45 seconds or in my case i i if i were to do something <clears throat> like read a book okay i'm not i'd like to say that i'm not an avid reader like i just read medical books and textbooks and all of that because that's what was my motivation to score better to to evolve that was my better version so i never really read non fiction or even fiction <laughs> i just read academic books um so i never like if i would if i have to sit to read like the moment i sit to read the first thing that happens when i read the first few sentences will be like i have to go to pee then i literally get up sometimes to go to pee um then the next thing i would my brain would offer me is like oh we need a snack oh we need to drink some water so thirsty or it would be like <clears throat> let me uh, check this let me check that and then i actually kept a log of all the things my brain offers every time i'm trying to do something which is intentional and uncomfortable like reading a book so my brain will keep offering those distractions so that i don't do that because my brain is perceiving that as uncomfortable it's not something which i do usually <clears throat> it's definitely like not giving me pleasure because my brain is used to a different sort of pleasure seeking thing so what happens is i notice that my brain gets me out of that higher brain almost every 5 second 10 seconds sometimes even within a second i will have flashes of different things so that that's the kind of exercise i've been doing and many of our coaches would do it because we are mindset management coaches and we will be very much aware of what's going on in our mind <clears throat> that's how we can help you guys by because we have done so much work on ourselves we know exactly where you get blocked so higher brain is generally responsible for all the evolution as in it's responsible for calculating for planning for strategizing to for you to become a better version of you so when i was in school my better version was to go in college so i had to study and i my brain my higher brain ensured that i studied better and i passed all my exams and all of that after my higher uh, my college it was about medical school medical school and masters masters and seeking a job so that was the higher version of me similarly you have been evolving into your higher version even when you don't recognize it you have so that's a higher brain and then there is a lower brain which is responsible to keep you alive so our lower brain is the animal brain which is responsible for things like breathing our heart our brain our temperature our reflexes and from mindset point of view is only concerned with three things it is concerned with the motivational triad it's concerned with seeking pleasure number 1 number 2 is avoiding pain and number 3 is keeping it easy 
it. Our brain is literally, if you consider our brain as a processing system, every two minutes it's updating and it's processing to see if we are going to die. And it will put it, it will, it will assess these three things. Whether am I seeking pleasure, whether am I getting pleasure, whether am I in pain, whether am I keeping it easy. If I'm not, then I'm going to die. And it actually makes me feel that way because it's that's our caveman mentality and that has not evolved yet. Because from our genetic evolution, that part of our genes has not changed. We still have that genetic mapping of staying safe because we really think in spite of all these pleasures, our brain thinks that no, there is a predator outside which can kill us. So... Also, we need to seek pleasure, we need to have sex, we need to eat healthy food so that we can survive. But in today's day and age, all of that is not necessary because everything is at our fingertips. And this shows up a lot in weight loss. And our caveman mentality has evolved, is not evolved at all when it comes to weight loss. In fact, it's gotten so much better and it's really good at doing what it does, basically to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and keep it easy. So that's what happens in weight loss clients. People who want to lose weight, they are constantly seeking pleasure. Not they, but the way they are seeking pleasure is in food. Like everyone is seeking pleasure, not just people. So those people who are thin, they're not like, they don't, it's not that they don't have a lower brain. They have their lower brain too. They're also seeking pleasure, but they're seeking pleasure in different forms. Maybe they are seeking pleasure in uh, surfing or smoking or drinking or watching TV or um, some people will seek pleasure in exercising too much, which is probably not working out well for them. So that's where, when it comes to people who have gained weight, they seek pleasure in food. Food provides a dopamine hit because they are emotionally eating. So every time they feel negative emotion, what that happens is they go to food to feel better. So as humans, we experience 50% positive emotions, 50% negative emotions in a day. <laughs> Give or take. It is going to happen. That's a fact. Even think of Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates or whoever, they all have a human brain who experiences positive and negative emotions all the time. So every for those people who have gained weight by eating, it's because they were seeking for instant pleasure in food by all these processed foods because they're really good at giving pleasure. Every time they felt bad. And what happens is when they eat all these foods, they feel bad. They first they feel even worse. They feel guilty, shamed, ashamed, and regret, regretful, and they eat even more to feel better in those moments. So it's very moment-to-moment -moment work. Secondly, in weight loss, what happens is many of us we can't even get started on exercising. That's because it's painful, right? Our brain is like, hey, that's painful. Don't go to exercise. What's wrong with you? It's going to hurt you. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And that's why. It is, it's not that you don't have willpower. It's not about willpower. Your lower brain is super active. And thirdly, they keep doing the same thing again and again. Those people who 
want to lose weight or who are who have become unhealthy, who have diabetes, high blood pressure, obesity, or any of the health conditions because of lifestyle changes, it's the lifestyle which is causing them that illness. And the lifestyle is because we are doing certain things in a particular way. And we keep doing it again and again, again and again, again and again, because of the motivational triad's third part, which is keep it easy, because it's a familiar pathway, which is already programmed in our brain, and it's keeping it easy. So <clears throat> this continues. Our brain will always keep lower brain in charge. Our higher brain does not eat, is not heard at all. Like our higher brain takes back step. And our lower brain is constantly taking controlling the show. And this is until something bad happens. Like a lung cancer patient. Patient gets a diagnosis of lung cancer. And suddenly he stops smoking. Suddenly. Because the brain is like, hey, you're going to die if you don't stop smoking. And immediately he stops smoking. Or someone gets a stroke. Immediately lifestyle changes are made. Someone gets a heart attack. Immediately lifestyle changes are made. That's because our higher brain takes in, becomes in charge at that moment because your life is at risk. And the compelling reason to do what you want to do, to become healthy, to lose weight, to eat healthy, to eat properly, all of that becomes very loud and clear. The brain shifts its focus from lower brain to higher brain. And lower brain suddenly starts listening. And suddenly starts doing all that the higher brain is telling it to do. What I'm offering is you don't need to wait for that day when you get that diagnosis of lung cancer or heart attack or a stroke or you know you're gonna lose a limb or something because of diabetes. You don't need to wait for that day for your higher brain to take in, to become in charge. You can start using your higher brain every day because we can. We have a higher brain. We just don't use it. We let the lower brain be in charge all the time. So the best way to engage our higher brain on a day-to-day -day basis is by planning. Planning is something which is done. It's like a critical function of our higher brain. It's an integral portion of our function of our prefrontal cortex. That's our higher brain. And executing what is planned is the job of lower brain, right? So the answer to the million dollar question, how to make your lower brain work for, do what higher brain is asking you to do is by constantly practicing it. By constantly practicing planning. Keep planning every day, every day, no, no matter what. Get it into your habits so that you really show your lower brain, boss, we are doing this. We are doing this every morning. We are doing this even when it doesn't want to do. Even when every cell in your body, every atom, every electron says that you don't want to do it, you still do it. Think about driving. How uncomfortable and scary it was in the beginning. So many of us have quit. And because we failed. Like I remember I was, uh, I had just finished my uh mbps and i started to drive and 
what happened is I was in a very narrow lane and I told my dad I will just get the car I will take a U-turn and come and what happened is I went to take a U-turn uh, I already had the license somehow I managed to get that anyway I went to take a U-turn I couldn't take I froze and there was like such a big traffic behind me another guy from his car had to come out help me take out my car and park where I wanted to park and he had to do that and my brain froze I was like, no, I'm never driving again. And I didn't drive for like, I think three years until I finished my master's and I was like, okay, now I want to drive. And my father actually told me, Rashmi, uneducated people, truck drivers, they drive. You are a surgeon. You operate on people. You cut people open. You can't be scared of driving. And that's what helped me to get back to driving. And I tried, I drove after that. And so many of us will quit because, you know, we got scared or something like that. But many of us kept at it because driving has lots of benefits. It's a skill. Our brain gets obsessed with achieving that pleasure of becoming a driver. And once we learn the skill, it becomes automatic. It's taken over by the lower brain and it's running on autopilot yeah has that happened to you that you just sat in the car you don't know when you reach your destination but in the beginning it was so uncomfortable you had to pay people to teach you you had to bang your car so many times you had to get injured probably you had to go through a lot of terrors night terrors and all of that until it became automatic Similarly, our health goals are extremely uncomfortable and scary. Many of us have diabetes, high blood pressure, obesity, but we constantly crave for that optimum health. Every time we fall sick, we notice that, oh no, I shouldn't be having this. And you want to get healthy because that because maybe you won't feel the things that you feel right now. So all we need to do is get obsessed with achieving our health goals. And that can start by practicing. Practicing the art of planning meals every day, every morning. Do that every morning. And notice how your lower brain will ensure you don't do what is planned because that's not normal for your lower brain. Your normal lower brain is used to the freedom to eat whatever it wants. It's used to that 4 p.m. tea. It's used to having sugar. It's used to having coffee throughout the day. It's used to having all the snacks and all the breads and all the chips and all of that. Your lower brain is used to doing that. So plan your meals in the morning and notice how your brain throws a fit. How your lower brain actually ensures that you don't follow until one day you follow and but until one day you follow and the day you plan and for you to reach to the day you actually start following it there's a lot of lot of days maybe a river of misery that you have to go through and throughout that river of misery you need to remember to do your assessments wherein you are actually having a conversation using your higher brain with a place of kindness with that compassion and kindness, like a kind mom who would say to her kid who has just fallen, oh, it's okay. It's okay that you 
did what you did. It's okay that you had the food that you didn't want to have. And that's fine. Get up now. Let's go. Let's do it again. Tomorrow morning is another day. Let's start again. Let's start again. Let's do this again. So that's the kind of work I teach my clients. I take, I individualize it one by one. I help them on a day, on a weekly basis, wherein I assess their meal plans, how they are making it, why they are not able to follow their meal plans. And we discuss what is going on in their mind when they are not able to follow the plan. And I help them see it. I help them access their higher brain. I help them see how their lower brain is controlling them so strongly until they get the results that they want. And I show them the right way of achieving their health by using their mind. So if you are someone interested in achieving a health goal, which can be weight loss, you know, reducing your hypertension medication, eating healthy with your hypertension medications, or getting off your diabetes medications, getting pregnant naturally, losing weight in PCOS, or just losing weight, I can help you. Reach out to the link in bio. Get started by booking a session with me. Also, I'm working on creating a group program wherein I it will be a low-end product wherein I it will be at a very low cost. I have not decided the number yet, but I'm going to come up with it in a couple of weeks to months and wherein you will have access to a lot of my video and teachings to get started on this work. And I will be doing weekly coaching classes, weekly coaching Zoom calls, which will be recorded, but you can come and get coached uh, every week. It will be a very nominal fee so that this, the skills of coaching can be accessed by many. Because you don't need to be having severe depression or severe anxiety or schizophrenia to access mental health. You are a normal, higher functioning uh, person. And my job is to help you become that higher version of you. All right, my friend, that's it for today. I will see you next time. Bye-bye. If you found this information helpful, please subscribe and give a review so that this podcast can reach more women with PCOS who have been told to lose weight to normalize their condition. Have a good day.